Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And here we go. A Tuesday is on with Travis Rogers. Alan Sliwa, Travis and Sliwa is on from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. each weekday. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. The L.A. sports mega block. Here we go. Live from L.A. Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of a weird day going on so far, Al. I don't know how you're going to contribute to this, but I expect there's something going on in the universe. Are you ready? Of course I am. So, Emily's washing her hands with mouthwash. We'll get to that in a minute. Taylor got wiped out by some uh, airborne food illness or, or something like that. Um, I'm about I'm basically segment to segment on today's show. That, 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 that's what's going on. I've got a back thing going on right now that has me very concerned because the last time I had this thing going on, I ended up in the emergency room. So I don't know what your wow. deal is, but I'm just I just need you to know. And by the way, I've had about 900 billion milligrams of caffeine, not helping at all. Okay. So I'm just. This is what's going on to start the show. Just so you're aware. Where do I start? Because the mouthwash is intriguing. <laughs> Taylor, I got the full update, and uh, good to see him back uh, back in the studios. I don't know if I should go mouthwash or. <laughs> what do you mean you had a back issue and you ended up right. in the emergency? Room? So the last time, so I have I have this thing going. On. I got this is this is embarrassing, but also true. It's I got like out nerve? of the, well, I got out of the car weird today. Okay, okay. so I drive up to work. And I'm getting out of the car, and I'm like, ooh, that doesn't feel good at all. And so the last time I had this was when I was playing golf one day with my buddies, and I took a swing, and it didn't feel good at all. And I'm like, oh, man, that, that's weird. Don't think too much about it. Go play another hole. doesn't feel great. We go to the next hole, and I take a swing, and it's like someone shot me. I, I wow. drop to the ground. I can't get up. I'm in agonizing pain. So anyway... Fast forward to about an hour and a half later, I'm in the emergency room on Demerol and morphine and every other possible drug that they will give you, and the pain is still cutting through. I cannot. How, how long? How long ago was this? Uh, two years ago, three years that... ago, something like that. It, it, it's been a while. So the initial thing on the golf course was the initial thing that happened in the car about three hours ago. So I'm just letting you know that I'm basically segment to segment at this point. So you may have to do the show by yourself. Take the Comrex with you wherever you go, and you could kind of walk us through it. Give us a play-by-play of what's Do going on, on how you're feeling. Well, that, Do it on the floor. That may be the option, right? That I may have to go home and do the show from the Comrex, lying flat on my back on the hard kitchen floor with the headset on and see what happens. We have, uh, we've talked about the microphone stands there that we wish sometimes. You know, you could stand up, right? right? Like we want to stand up. I think in this case or this situation, I'm now leaning more towards uh, we want the microphone stand to allow us to lay down. Just glue it to the floor, right? <laughs> just leave them down there. We'll do all the shows from the floor. So, anyway, I just felt that uh, you needed to know because in the event that um, I am become unavailable suddenly, um, I'm just letting you know that this, well, is, this is in play all of a sudden. I'll do what I can, but I feel bad now. I feel bad that uh, 
that that's actually a thing that you're dealing with at the moment. Travis, so, this is your right, flu we got game. Got your back. We got I'm your ready back. for it. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I am not nearly tough enough to have a flu game. I I am looking for the first opportunity to tap the mat. I've had. I took a big handful of Advil, and Chris says to me, he goes, well, did you take Travis Advil or did you take real Advil? I'm like, what do you mean? I just, the stuff that's in my bag goes, yeah, that's like the uh, the Kroger brand that you get, the, the knockoff stuff at the grocery store. It's oh, the those same are great. Thing. It's the yeah, same, same thing, thing. Uh, right? I, I do, same listen, medicine. Right, Come on. thank you. So I do that all day long. You, you, give me the, uh, you give me the part that's maybe 50% as strong as the other one, <laughs> but it costs 50% less. <laughs> take that all day. And you take twice as much. But you, exactly. at, least, at least you feel like you're you coming feel better. ahead along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And Emily uh, was telling me a story a minute ago where she uh, was – were you at the gym, Emily? Is that where it happened? Yes. So I went to a new gym. It's a fancy gym in Pasadena. I have class pass. I was like, okay, might as well try it out. So I did the workout. Honestly, I did terrible at it. I tried. You know, that's all that counts. So I was going to the bathroom after, the, after I was finished. And so I go to the counter, and there's a ton of toiletries available. And they're all in, like, glass casings because they're trying to be all, like, recycling, eco-friendly. Fine. That's great. So, but the mouthwash was right where the soap is supposed to be. And so, and it's blue, and it's like it has no label. There's no label. Why wouldn't anybody label this? So I took a p- few pumps to go wash my hands, and I'm like, this is a very viscous soap. <laughs> very fragrant as well, I would imagine, <laughs> Yeah, right? very fragrant. So I wash, I put some water on, and like, and I smell my hands, and like, Oh, and then I looked to how my right. Fresh, how fresh did your hands feel? <laughs> so, so minty fresh. There was no plaque on my hands whatsoever, but I ended up actually using the real soap. But also, I was not the only person in the bathroom this time. It was, like, right after class, so there was, like, a ton of people in the bathroom. And I wonder what was going through their minds watching me definitely use the wrong Well, you got to you gotta take ownership <laughs> of it, right? You got to do that thing where it's like you guys don't know about washing your hands with mouthwash. Right, like, it's you great guys, You guys skin. don't understand that. It's good for your skin. It kills the bacteria. Put it on my hair all the time. <laughs> exactly. Right you through my hair. Got to lean into it. You should have like washed your arms and your face with it all. Just just, just go do a all power in. move. This is, this is Travis power moves. All this over is what it. we do. We, and yeah. then you get kicked out and you lose your class pass. <laughs> I, I right. will say this about what Emily's saying though. Al, I don't know if you do the same thing. Like every once in a while, you go somewhere like a new place, and sometimes it's a little fancy, and they have a bunch of stuff that yeah. is on like whether it's a country club or a fancy restaurant or or, or what, no, gym. One of these things where they have all that stuff out. It's like I feel obligated to use the comb and the razor and the mouthwash and the lotion and the sunscreen like the i want to use it all because it's right there they're they're daring me not to use it okay this is when you know you're at a nice place okay there's a couple indications here number one if you use their restroom and there is uh, actual towels right actual towels that you're going to end up throwing Linen into towels, their yes. basket yep, towels. actual towels yeah you're like okay yeah this place is baller how about the ice Travis. Oh, come on now. Uh, come on. Come on I mean, now. That's next level, right? There. I got to tell you, level. this place had all yes. these things. They yes. had, uh, you had an equipment towel and you had your own personal towel. They had towels in the bathroom. They had nice ice. It was I don't even a, work out at these place. places. I exactly. just walk around. I use it as a spa. I just go and wash my hands 75 times and freshen up my teeth. Perfect. So, Trav, you, you know where I was going, right? The ice in the urinal. Of and course. You're just like, yeah, this is just. Well, yeah, I didn't. Know, I was not going there. But this <laughs> must all the be things that's beyond me. The greatest place, and uh, yeah, that that's a that's a that's a baller sign right there. Th- this could be a thing that maybe Taylor could answer this because he grew up in a cold environment. Um, the ice in the urinal that you're talking about, Slee. There's something oddly 
satisfying about watching it melt, right? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't know if this is like the equivalent of being outside in the snow, Taylor, or one of these things. Like, do you get the same amount of pleasure from that as a when somebody... I pee outside in the snow? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, you can. Okay. You know, right words. Same idea. What's the yeah, purpose of we ice in there. the urinal? I didn't know we we're going there. I don't know. There's Fancy. No, there's Fancy. no ice in like the toilets. No, for women. I, I, no we know that. The answer we know that. to your That's question why I was, is Emily. Yeah. I don't know, but it always feels questions. like you're in a pretty nice spot when all of a sudden it's like, whoa, they filled this up with they ice. Ice to spare. Fancy, Fancy pants. In Iowa, there's tobacco in the urinals. <laughs> well, that's far worse. That's, that sounds absolutely awful. This is your fault, Al. You brought it up. You brought no, up the this ice. is Emily's fault because she washed her hands with a mouthwash. Okay, I was going for ice in, like, you know, the ice machines where you're filling up your water We bottle. know where you were going. I was. I knew where I was going. <laughs> we do. Well, when she first was telling me the story, and she, I, I'm like, oh, my God. I thought she, when she mixed, she told me she mixed up the mouthwash and the soap. I thought she filled up one of those little paper cups with, like, uh, dial or lever 2000 liquid and took a shot of it to clean up her mouth. I didn't know, like, washing your hands with mouthwash isn't that bad. That, that's, a, that's a mistake you can make. But drinking the soap would have been far worse. It reminds yes. me of the uh, old uh, punishment from my grandmother where, you know, you oh, wash your mouth Oh, don't say that word. Don't say that yep. word. Come over here, young lady. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to wash your mouth out. Yep, you stick the bar of soap in your mouth or you had the, uh, the hand Oof. wash soap in your mouth. Yeah, that used to be uh, from me and my grandma. Love you, gra- <laughs> and also, it wasn't even just for cursing it was for anything that was my grandma's go-to punishment was all right mouth of you hit your sister mouth grandma, of soap. Was, grandma wasn't messing around slee <laughs> she was loading up you didn't make your bed soap in the mouth you didn't take out the trash soap in the mouth like she's swinging a hammer yeah now it's uh, her roommate her roommate has similar has kind of a similar <laughs> mentality <laughs> they, they cut from the same cloth if you will uh, aaron Rodgers is a lot richer Four years, two hundred million bucks, one hundred fifty-three million bucks guaranteed. Yeah. I guess the Packers told him he was pretty enough times that he decided to come back and uh, bless them with his presence uh, uh, for a few more years. Because remember, oh, this is my last time. This is like this is why you never take anything that these guys say at face value until the money is negotiated. Everything is up for grabs. Well, and it could just be as simple as that, right? All right, I'm going to put pressure on this organization. I am Rand Rogers. Now mm-hmm. you could you could kind of sit back and say, all right, well. As great as he is, and he is unbelievable, he's won one Super Bowl. It's he does not have this, you know. You he kind won of say one this, Super Bowl ten years ago. Wow. Well, you say this ten from a coaching ago. perspective. You know, you say there's a difference between one and two. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference. Massive. Similar with with some of these quarterbacks, nope, right? You no go question. from one to two. It's it's a completely different class. Um, but hey, if he's getting four years, two hundred million dollars. I'm not questioning it. You know, I think if you're a Rams fan out there, you were kind of sitting back saying, it would have been kind of cool if Aaron Rodgers took a deal uh, in the AFC. You know, he he left the conference, but I don't think it's a shock or a surprise in the sense that he's one of the best and uh, you're going to allow him to stay with your organization for a few more years and they'll be compete. Every year he's there, they're going to be competing. Well, that's it, right? This is what I think is so interesting about this because theoretically, and I guess just literally, the Packers are in the Rams' way, right? Like, if you're saying that you, to just get to a championship, you're going to have to go through your half of the draw, right? Let's yep. just let's just yep. separate them into two separate halves. i got to worry about my half of the draw first, and then I can worry about who the best team on the other side is. But I don't need to worry about them all. I'm only going to have to beat one of those teams, right? The Packers are a team that you're going to have to beat, presumably, in the playoffs over and over and over again because they have Aaron Rodgers, because they have a formula that works. They win a lot of games. It's all, all of those things. But when I saw this, I'm like, yeah, all right. Like, it did, it did not give me any of that stuff. Like, when you, if you would have told me that Tom Brady 
went to San Francisco, right? That he decided he's coming out of, uh, yeah, out of retirement. Yeah. He's going to come to San Francisco. He's going to hook up with those guys, that defense, George Kittle, Debo. All, I'd be like, oh, man, we got to deal problem. with that. Right, right. I don't feel like that with Aaron Rodgers because of what you just said. I know he's one. He's a deadlock cinch Hall of Famer, couple of MVPs. He's He's terrific. But so what? He hasn't been to the Super Bowl in 10 years. You know, Jared Goff's been to the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford's been to the Super Bowl. Jimmy G's been to the Super Bowl. All these guys that you would not put on Aaron Rodgers' level have been there. Some of them have won. Some of them have not. I don't sweat Aaron Rodgers like that. Well, I mean, I don't know if I completely disagree with that. Or I don't know if I completely agree with that. You, you should sweat Aaron Rodgers because he's Aaron Rodgers, I now know what you're in the first round again. I, I, and I know what you're saying, but it's it's one of those when we were talking about coming into the playoffs, we weren't saying that's not the conversation we were having. You're it right. was you're you right. have to go to Green Bay, no doubt. win on the road. If your season ended that way, by the way, that's how it ended the year yep. prior. Yep. I still think that's an incredible, incredible threat and it, a challenge it, to the Rams. It, it is, except for when you think about it. When they, got, when they lost to the San Francisco 49ers, were you shocked? Were you stunned, like pick you up off the floor? It was surprising because they were underdogs and, and it was a low-scoring game. It's surprising, but... Aaron, it's not like he gets close year after year and some weird thing happens. They get clipped regularly. This is not something that is a new thing for them. It's been 10 years since he's even been to a Super Bowl. I, I don't I, – you're, you're right. Like, the, if you said to me, hey, Trav, you got to go to the NFC sure. championship game in Green Bay late January, early February against Aaron Rodgers, do you like it? No, I don't. But I also wouldn't like it any less than if you'd said you got to go beat Patrick Mahomes or you got to go beat Tom Brady or one of these guys. Those guys punch their tickets far more often than Aaron Rodgers has. I, I think both can be right. You can fear a man that is one of the best to do it at his position, and you could also look at him and say, well, it's not like every single season they're in the Super Bowl and he has three Super Bowl rings. But I still think – Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You fear somebody like Aaron Rodgers because what he can do, his potential. That Niner game is actually a good example because the entire game, you're like, why is it 10 to 3? Right. Shouldn't Niners right. or shouldn't, shouldn't the Packers be up at least just two scores and then before you know it, block, punt, touchdown, field goal, and everybody's walking away from Lambeau. It's like, what the hell just happened? The game's over? <laughs> I, I, I think there is this... They are um, they're vulnerable to an extent, but I still think if they went out and won Ten a Super years. Bowl next year, I also wouldn't be shocked. Ten years is a long time. That's mm-hmm. a, that, that is a long, long time. I, I agree with what you're saying. Here, here's the good news. I'm sure somebody in the front office will forget to say good morning to him one time, and he'll start this whole thing over again. That somebody will forget to tell him that he's the prettiest girl in school for a day. Yeah, he'll be fine. He and got he'll, he'll four want years. To... Got four years, two hundred. He was going to get four years, two hundred, no matter what. This is not. Yeah, but he new. feels better now. He <laughs> well, feels better now. That's the point I was making. Thank you for making my point for me. It's Travis Lee. All right, the Lakers. Well, they can't have any nice things. Not even for one night. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Getting some good suggestions, Slee. This is from uh, 
Alex Hutchinson. Have you tried float therapy? Pulled my back twice and it got me back on my feet. An hour at a time, letting your body be completely pressure-free. It lets it all recover. That's a, That sounds a little bit too much like a sensory deprivation situation, which I think I, I can't be left alone with my thoughts for a long period of time. I at least I need, I need like a book on tape or something if I'm going to go float around in a tank. All right, so I think I already know the answer to this. Do you swim at all or no? I mean, I know how. I, 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 but like, I, do you go to a gym at all and at all swim? There's a pool swim? in my neighborhood that you can swim in. Like, a, but I, but I, my other phobia of you know stuff being in that water prevents me from going in there very often. But yes, I swim. I think, and this is somebody who has absolutely no idea what he's talking about. But I'm going to say it anyways. Wouldn't that be good? Just kind of probably swimming is good for your body for sure. Um, but for me personally, sometimes swimming makes my, well, maybe it's cause I do flip turns and stuff like that, but Fancy. it makes, it, it makes my back hurt a little bit more, but it is low impact. So swimming is fine if you want to get that pump in, but maybe just put on the Travis and Sleepa show while you're sitting in your, uh, float tank and let, <laughs> let your worries idea. go away. Not a bad idea. I could He's go gonna get more stressed out. <laughs> Probably true. I need something that lets my mind relax. Like what I basically need are just episodes. Look at the video I sent you yesterday. It's perfect. Okay, so we're going to get to that in a second because what you sent me is the exact opposite of what I need. What I need is just another episode of Seinfeld, another episode of Cheers that I've seen sixty eight hundred yeah. times. I know the. It just allows my brain to kind of click off and stop thinking. Not what you sent to me last night. So the, the Laker game ends, and about, I don't know, 20 minutes or so later, I get yeah. a text from you. And, I mean, that's not unusual that you send me a text. So I, I didn't think too much about it, but I'm, I'm pulling it up right now so I get it exactly right. And here's what the text said. It was, um, hold on, let me see here. Okay, how are you? That's it. No punctuation, nothing. How are you? And then a link. And then a you, but the link only shows, it just says YouTube.com. That's it. So I immediately go into, okay, Al got hacked, and everyone in his address book is getting Mm -hmm. spammed to try to drain my 401k, right? Because it wasn't, hey, Trav, check this out. It wasn't, dude, you're going to love this. It was, how are you, the way a Russian bot would type a tweet, and then this link that has no description at all. So I screen cap it. I send it back to you. I'm like, dude, did you get hacked, or did you actually send this to me? <laughs> and you're like, no, no, I sent it. Click on what it. What you sent back to me confused the hell out of me. I was like, what the? Did I get? What is he talking about? It sounds fishy. Because I thought you were just going to. Here's the thing. If you send a link Here, on YouTube uh-huh. through your phone, it doesn't have. Sometimes it will have like the actual like video of what it's going to be. Yes. That kind of thing. This one's just at <laughs> YouTube. I don't even think it's at .com. I think it's at YouTube.co. It's Y-O-U-T-U dot B-E. It's like that doesn't look right at all. Like this is this is a mess. So I screamed and then I wrote back to you. Did you send me this on purpose? I want to make sure it's actually from you before I open it. And yep. then, yeah, LOL, you'll understand. And then I looked at it and it was nothing but nuclear war videos. So thank you for sending those around. Those are that's fun. No, no, I'm not I'm not sending that to you because I'm bored. I'm sending it because that's what's coming up in my feed. And I didn't know what you're doing before you go to bed. Watch a couple of these videos and and relax. <laughs> Change your feed, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I looked at was what was the no first they're interesting one? cobalt they're interesting. bombs. The, yeah. the, the, well, that, yeah, that was what it was. To give the details here of what everything was, it's well, just no, uh, it's important. It's important that you're sending me cobalt bomb updates right if, before I'm supposed to go to bed. Tell you something. If you watch any news today, 
you're starting to get some interesting stuff what coming if we your talk- way. I, I don't. I, I, can't, yeah. I know it makes me a bad global citizen. No, you're I, fine. I know you're not that, missing anything. No, I, I'm missing a lot, but I choose to miss a lot. And then you very sneakily came into my feed with more doomsday situations. <laughs> that's what it, That's how I read it. That's exactly how I read it. How that's how you? I typed it. <laughs> I thought maybe you were in a weird spot because the Lakers lost a game that they probably shouldn't have lost last night. I didn't know. I didn't know your mindset. I wasn't quite sure where you were coming from. Um, so now you know. Uh, Lakers, by the way, isn't Trav? Is it not ironic that they come down to? We were doing this yesterday, where it's like, okay, let's not. We're not going to fall for anything here. But they got an easy schedule. These San Antonio, Houston, Washington. They had some games this week, and then right before pregame show starts. Trudell sends out a tweet, Dave McMenamin, they get a chance. They're obviously there in front of Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. And LeBron's out with the same swelling in the knee that, you know, sounds exactly what was that, a month ago or something along those lines where he missed, uh, you know, I want to say four or five games, something like that. And it's just kind of one of those, yeah, that's not a surprise. Like, not a surprise in the sense of that's what's happened all season long. But LBJ, who played 39 minutes in the last game, had the 56 points, 19 of 31 from the field, gets to the basket, gets 13 free throws. Isn't that what happens at age 37? That, exactly. Yeah, your your body, it's going to take a second to recover, and before you know it, you're on a flight, you're trying to get over to San Antonio. Obviously, they got a game coming against Houston. Then they're going to fly back over to take on the Washington Wizards. Um, and then, Trav, they're in Phoenix and Toronto for two road games. Like, just kind of think <laughs> yeah. of – Just like you would expect. Actually, I think Toronto's at home. It's Toronto too bad Seattle doesn't have a team, or they could play the Heat and the old Sonics back-to-back nights. Why not do that? That, that may be the one flight that's longer than Phoenix to Toronto in, no, the, Phoenix, in all of North America. Phoenix, Toronto at home, then Minnesota, and at Toronto on the road. Perfect. So why, then they'll start why not? that just, whole trip. Eastern, Western, Eastern, Western. No, yeah. it, look, this is why when LeBron had that amazing night on Saturday night, it's like, yeah, that, that's really cool – it's 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 impressive that LeBron can still summon that sort of performance when he when he's feeling it, but this idea that it was like, hey, maybe they can no no he had to spend every last yeah. ounce of capital that he had to go get it done because and then he needs to take a night off and I'm not saying that he's wrong to do it, but the idea that he could go into that go into the bag like that four times in seven games it's just unrealistic at where he is in his career. Well, you you also have to play. I mean, let me just isolate yesterday's game for a quick second. It's not like the San Antonio Spurs are a good team. They're obviously well below 500 as well. I don't think they got a shot to make the playing tournament, but they're one of those teams. Um, Yeah, you're right. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe it's all about uh, going to get a draft. But you'd be surprised that like a team like the Sacramento Kings, they want to make the playing tournament. They just can't make it. I think Portland doesn't want to make the playing tournament, (laughs) but they're still hanging around. (laughs) Pelicans want to make the playing tournament, so it it just kind of depends on on each one of these teams. But Bron being out yesterday. I don't think is just what do they got 18 games left if Braun misses a few games here and there I think that's more the norm than him playing 18 straight games because of what they're asking him to do and the amount of minutes that they need from him and a lot of these games are going to be on the road so um, Vogel said that he could kind of felt optimistic that he just needs a game and he could come back against the Rockets on Wednesday. We'll have to wait and see for yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, the, the optimism, I think, is probably that, right? Cross your fingers and toes and hope that he heals quick because he usually does, but this is the reality of your situation. And now, 
Russell Westbrook is talking about some things, which brings us to our Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. He was talking after the game last night, and he does not like that people are calling him Westbrook. He does not like that people are, are using that um, you know, that derisive moniker to describe his play. He feels that it's disrespectful to his family. I, I wanna I wanna play this part of it for you last night. I know you heard it out, but this was this was Russell Westbrook after the game talking about how he will not listen to people call him Westbrook anymore. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I can no longer allow... People, you know, for example, West Brick to me is now shaming, like it's shaming my name. It's my legacy for my kids. Um, it's a name that means more, not just to me, but to my wife, to my mom, my dad, uh, the ones that kind of paved the way for me. And, and that's just one example. I mean, that kind of hit myself and my wife in a, in a place where it's not great, man. And, you know, I think a lot of the, a lot of times, you know, I let it slide, but it's now time to put a stop to to that and put it on notice. Like. Okay, let me let me give a little more context to this because Russell Westbrook's wife, Nina Westbrook, in the last few days have put out a couple posts on Instagram, on Twitter, and if I understand correctly, Westbrook was being asked specifically um, about his wife. He said, I 100% stand by my wife and sure. how she's feeling, and then he starts going into the – when it comes to basketball, criticize me all you want, missing shots, making shots – but the moment where my name is getting shamed, it becomes an issue, and it kind of started all from there. And for those who don't know, uh, his wife put out a lot of tweets. Nina Westbrook Whole is if you, of them. If, 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 one of them was, when I'm being harassed on a daily basis over basketball games and I'm having obscenities and death wishes for me and my family set my way because you're expressing your truth, it's hard for me to get on board with that. She goes on and says a lot of other stuff. So I don't think what Russ was saying yesterday – is, hey, this just came out of the blue. I think there's more to it. And I, I I express that because if you're just reading it as, well, Russ doesn't like being called Westbrook. Westbrook. If you're reading it just as that, I don't think um, – I think you need to read the whole part of it. Now, it's not going to stop, unfortunately, for him. and I And I think that him probably by addressing it – I don't know if that's going to it's that's going to make more fans want to say it more when you're on the road or whatever the case is. Trev, you know, you give me your opinion on that, but I almost feel like it probably opens it up more of, "Oh, hey, that bothers him. I'm going to do it more." Get get ready for this, Al. I agree with everything you just said. I, I think you're right. I think that him defending his wife, him defending his child, who and, and by the way, if you're a person on Twitter or anything that's trolling an athlete's wife or child or anything else, you're, you're, yeah, you're a idiot. dumbass. You're an idiot. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's a bad look for you. And you're a miserable, you know what, if that's how you're going to spend your time calling out Russell Westbrook's wife on Twitter. It's dumb and it's a bad, bad look. But I also think you're right too, though, that by 
I'm not saying by not not by defending his family. I understand that part of it, but by just saying I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. Now you've now you've challenged the idiots to come back at you and do it <laughs> again. Way to put it right now now. And by the way, by definition, an idiot is going to take you up on the challenge. And now you're in a situation where there's no win here for you. Because if you don't do it, you know, you just got to listen to something that really bothers you all over. Or if you engage in it, God only knows where it's going to go from there, right? It just, it's, it's a really ugly situation. And it's just the latest chapter in a situation that's been ugly from the beginning. It, just is, it, it started off with such incredible promise and has just deteriorated really ever since he got here. With almost no reprieve of, eh, it wasn't so bad. You know, occasionally a game here or there. But this is a relationship that was a bust almost from the jump. And it's time to kind of reset this thing. I, I, I am 100% fine. He's talking about how his son loves his name and he writes it on everything his teacher was yeah. telling him that. Oh, and it's, it's actually a really nice story. This is my mom and dad's name. I'm not going to let you just – I get it. But the problem is he just lit the match for every idiot in every city that he goes to moving forward. And now he's got a problem to decide whether do I engage with this idiot in this city or do I walk away from it? And now he's painted himself into a corner a little bit. So I know we got to go to break here, but when we come back, I, I want to do something because there's something he did yesterday after the game in uh, in, in his uh, post-game interview that was very unique. It's not something we see from Russell Westbrook very often, so we'll get into it coming up next. Stay right here at the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. All right, cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good, really good. It feels great. You should definitely try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless, now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigs of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. I don't remember where the umbrella part of that falls in. <laughs> Your Boston Dynamics part. I don't remember. No that. idea. Okay, guys. In the break, Travis came in and showed me and Taylor the text that Alan sent. It's way worse. Well, there goes than we private could text messages to Travis. <laughs> Those days are over. It is totally content fishing. is king, Sliwa. Any totally everything fishing. is a content possibility. You should know that by now. <laughs> and so I think Slee, you've actually bought into the robotics. I think that you are now a robot. So I feel like. I- Yep. Oh, Slee, <laughs> did what you say said. something? Oh, wait, never mind. But yes, Slee, I think that your your interest in robots has really gone over the top now. <laughs> it's not a good video. It's not a good video. I got about it's halfway a terrible it. video. It's, 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 I didn't even look at the video. I just saw the title of the listen, video. I'm like, I'm out of here. No way. Listen, how many views did it have, by the way? Just out of like curiosity. Like 500,000. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I thought it was like 19. Views. No. That was one of the 19. No, the, just the one at the top was like half a million. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is this is terrible. I, I got a quick Laker thing for you. You ready? Okay. Before we go back to Russ for a second, mm-hmm. why do I root for Carmelo Anthony? Because w- w- watching the Lakers, that the guy that I find myself pulling for, I want to see make shots. I want to see get minutes. I want to see play really well. Carmelo's the guy that I've connected with. He w- didn't play here his entire life. He's not from L.A. He hasn't won any championships with the Lakers. But when Carmelo Anthony comes into the game, I get excited. I get happy. I want Carmelo to play well. Why? Um, I don't know. But let me go back to when we were at the Lakers training facility. Uh-huh. And I remember when Carmelo came up. And we were done, and you turn to me, and you're like, "It's freaking Carmelo Anthony." It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Why? I, I think you have, I think you have this respect for somebody that's been in the game for a long time. And by the way, 
He's been really good for the Lakers this year. He absolutely has. He, he, you of know, all the things they did, it's kind yeah. of gotten lost in the shuffle because everything's gone poorly. He's been good for them. Yeah, they, he's probably bought himself. I mean, would you be surprised as the Lakers go out and they make changes in the offseason, do this, do that? Carmelo could very easily come back on the Lakers, and no one would look and say, oh, well, why are they doing that? No, 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 he's coming in off the bench 14 points a game or whatever the case is. I think he's easy to root for, and I think you've seen him, you know, he's such a – He's, but, uh, what's so he's weird a Hall of Famer, oh, been no in the question. league for a long time. No, yeah. all, all of those things. And, and But here's the thing. When Carmelo Anthony was in Denver, when he was in New York, when yeah. he was kind of bouncing around a little bit in the last couple of years, I didn't have any – I didn't dislike him. It wasn't like I was rooting against him, but I didn't really root for him. And now all of a sudden that he's here, I'm like, you know what? I am fully on board with the Carmelo Anthony experience. I can't even explain it. The only thing I don't want, and I wish when you play pickup basketball, when you hit a three, even if you don't even make the three, I hope you just hit, you turn to the wall, there's nobody even there, and you just do the three thing right on your, uh, right on your head. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't make many, so I'll have to do it after misses. Carmel, so when we're fine. down 23, no need to do yeah, that. Have <laughs> no, it. No He's need. fine. More of it. Do it with both hands. Do, do it like you're in the antelope horns. Just, just knock it out along the way. So what did Russ do last night that we don't typically see? Um... He opened up. He was really honest yesterday. You know, and I think a lot of these post-game interviews, Trev, it's, well, Russ, what did you uh, what, what did you see in the game? Just got to be better. Yeah. Just got to be better. Um, yeah, you know, you just got to play better. Uh, what are your expectations? coming? Didn't have expectations. You know, I played with different teams. Yesterday I felt like for one of the few times this year, Russ opened up. And I think there's something about that that I wish – we got more from from Russell Westbrook where he could be open and honest, and I think there would be a little bit more sympathy towards him in the season. I'm not saying it's justified that, okay, well, everything would be fine if he did open up. It was refreshing to hear him being honest yesterday. Hey, this is how I feel. Hey, this is this is how it's affected me or my family. Hey, that's not okay because of this. Now, do you wish he takes some of that and maybe for the rest of the season he says, you know what, screw it. I don't care. I'm going to I'm gonna tell everybody exactly what's on my mind, whatever it is, right? Like if, even if it's stuff on the basketball floor, even if it's stuff specifically with teammates and players, I'm not saying go disrespect anybody, but I thought that was unique yesterday. I, I think it's, a, it's, it's difficult, I'm sure, for a lot of these guys to open up the way he did and be that honest, whether you like what he said, whether you didn't like he said, whether you know you can't stand him with the Los Angeles Lakers or you think that they're still up to wherever you stand, I thought that was unique in his uh, presser yesterday. It doesn't happen very often. It was authentic. That that that's the thing, right? That whether almost regardless of the content of his comments, the fact that he was speaking earnestly, yes. authentically was refreshing because, look, I, I think LeBron is a, a pretty honest guy. I think LeBron will tell you mostly what's going on in his mind. He will tell you mostly what's – but but there's also this piece where I'm going to hold back. There's some yeah. things that you don't need to know. It's none of your business. I'm going to hold on to AD's this. AD's really good at it. AD's very good at yes. kind of giving you – to the point of maybe a little too much sometimes. But mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook keeps almost everybody at an arm's distance. That's just, that, that's just his personality is I am going to be – over here, you guys be over there, and I'm okay with that. 
that was kind of one of the few times that we've seen him open up a little bit. Because um, you could tell it was personal. He was bothered by something on a human level that he didn't like. I, I don't know if he fixed the problem. I don't know if there is. Because if you ignore it, they're going to keep doing it. If you say you don't like it, they're going to do it more. Like, there's no win in that other than maybe just keep your head down, talk to your family privately, and say, listen, we're not going to let them disrespect our name in our our universe. But this is part of the, the life that I have as a super famous NBA player. I'm not playing great. They like they don't like that. I don't I don't know how you thread that needle. It's a really tough thing for him to do. I had uh, some people hit me up on Twitter yesterday after the game, and there's this kind of, well, he makes forty four million dollars. So Deal with it. Being. That that's that's the point yeah. that I'm trying to make. Is it it doesn't mean because you make a lot of money, it's okay to be disrespected, right? Like I think, and and this is his perspective again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Russ is not helping himself on the basketball floor. He's not. He was 5 of 14 yesterday. Uh, He was 1 for 6 in the fourth quarter. He had five turnovers in a game where LeBron and Anthony Davis didn't play. The Lakers, you know, where are they sitting right now? They're eight games below 500 with 18 games left to play. Everything has gone bad this year. Mm -hmm. But if the dude wants to voice his opinion on something that has nothing to do with basketball, if he wants to open up, I think when I the best word I could use is it's refreshing. It's because I felt like yesterday listening to Russ. Ah, there's a little bit of Russ behind the curtains. There's a little bit of Russ when that wall comes down a little bit. It doesn't change the situation with the Lakers. It doesn't change his shooting percentage. It doesn't change his shot selection, turnovers, or any of that stuff. But you want somebody to be honest when you feel like. Uh, all season long, they have had that wall up. <laughs> you, how long have you done Laker pre and post? That's my third year. Third year. So, and we're we're towards the end of the year. So, let's say it's roughly eighty games a season, and you're going to multi. So, you've done about two hundred and fifty games. Let's call it. Okay. Have you ever seen a game like last night's where both teams were could be any worse from the foul line? That was extraordinary. Oh how it was it was like watching bad freshman basketball from the foul line that no one could make a free throw and they weren't just misses Lee they were they were terrible like dent the rim misses I've never seen anything you know what it felt like you know what it felt like I was watching it felt like I was watching a team with the ninth best record in the Western Conference (laughs) versus a team with the 12th best record of the Western Conference and if you combined Eight losses below 500 and 15 losses below 500. <laughs> Sounds like a 23, 20, uh, 23 games below 500. Like That's it. what it looked like. Honestly, like it was just bad basketball. The difference is they're not trying to be good. And that that's like as you're watching this, the Lakers are yeah. desperately trying to be. They're not, hey, we'll get some draft picks. Hey, we're going to re- – this is a – got to do anything we can to get it done. It's just in. another day goes by and another day of more of the same. Hey, did you see? Coming up next, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. I'm not going to lie. When I heard John C. Riley there in Step Brothers, I'm like, why did we have uh, Dr. Jerry Buss that's in the Dr. open Jerry of, Buss. hey, did you see it? Uh, it happens fast. When you got a good actor like that, it, it can change things. Bro, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to Sunday's new episode. So am I. So am I. It was really good. They got me. You know, for, for, for Hook sure. Hook my ass. You know what else they've done, Slee? 
they yeah. did that thing like with Netflix or Amazon or whatever. They usually drop them all all at once, and you could like you could have the whole series watched in a day or two. That they're doling these out little by little. It's a little old school, a little throwback to the eighties. Beauty 80s. of HBO, my man. A little throwback to the eighties in in every way possible. Taylor, what do you got? Good morning, gentlemen. Did you see that a real bat disrupted a showing of Batman in Austin? <laughs> so growing up on the farm, there were always bats that snuck into our house, and I once even woke up to one circling my head. So this kind of left me with an irrational fear of bats, and I'm wondering if there's an animal that you have an irrational fear of. Al? We had a lot of bats in El Cajon. Just a ton of bats. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, irrational fear. So I've said this before. We've had, we've had this conversation. Um, listen, if there's a spider inside the house, we're taking care of business. you got to react right away, Okay. The larger they get, the more you're like – I remember one time going to Hawaii, and we went on some hike, and you're in one of these, like, tropical, you yeah. know, that type of – You got the Bobby of, Brady spider, the one that crawled onto his chest when they were on vacation. That type of climate, <laughs> right? And you would just see these webs with these spiders. I'm like, I could have easily walked through that. And that spider would have sat on my forehead and did whatever a spider does in that situation. But I think the thing that will kind of, I think it kind of grosses me out more than a spider. Cockroaches are just, those things are just, they're gross. just nasty. But I, they're rational though. But they're, yeah, that's like for me, the, the, the irrationality, because first of all, don't come near my house, Lee, because we literally, and I don't see them every day, but I've seen them. Half a dozen times. There's tarantulas. There's a thing called a California tarantula. They exist, and they're out by my at find, your house at the baseball field, which is around the corner on the trail, wow. which is literally right behind my house. You see them occasionally, right? Put a leash on that. Thing. <laughs> you you absolutely could. It would take you for a walk. Um, that that's how big those things are. But this is the the irrationality part of it that you're talking about. For me, is sharks. The odds of me encountering a shark are virtually zero because mostly I don't go in the ocean. Okay, it's not really my thing. But once in a while, it gets hot in the summer, you go down there, you go for a little swim in the water. From the second I get into about waist deep, I'm convinced I'm about to reenact the scene from Jaws where Quint gets bit in half. Right where it's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to me at any second now. Where I just I, I know that how many people die a year from shark attacks? Like two. It just, it never, ever happens. You're more likely to die from a vending machine falling in you than a shark. Almost anything, right? The fact, fact that, that I'm slowly a, that killing myself. research. My, that was a study that was done at Princeton. That I'm slowly killing myself with cheeseburgers and beer doesn't worry me at all. But that I'm going to get devoured by a carnivorous fish is something that preoccupies my thoughts. So I think that's the irrational okay. component you're my, talking about. Mine is deer. I am very afraid of deer. I am always Bambi? afraid that... Yep, I'm afraid of Bambi. I'm afraid they're going to run into my car at any second. Anytime I'm in a dark the room, nicest they're going to run into my car. nicest looking things ever. I was going to say, they're pretty. And if, they're, if I see a deer like anywhere near me and I'm not in my house, I will freak out and like run the other way almost. That's irrational. That, that qualifies for Have sure. Have you ever had my – well, my dad – hit a deer one time in the middle of dark roads. So a deer on the roads is very no, scary because yeah, they're all dangerous. over the place. But any deer anywhere, I'm very afraid of. Next, did you see a NASDAQ survey showed 34% of Americans have a side hustle? So, Slee, we already know that you're a locksmith. But yes. if you had to choose another side hustle, what would it be, guys? 
for me, it would. It, it, I think we've talked about something similar like this before. I would love to have some sort of like catering business or something like that. Or maybe, yeah. maybe I could be like a taco guy. I could be my own taco guy. I'd get one of those cool little uh, setups that has a little dome to cook the meat and the tortillas. And Travis Rogers authentic tacos. Yes. Yep. I've, by the way, I've got some game. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. My ethnicity would not make yeah. them 100% authentic, but the taste would. I guarantee okay. you, you wouldn't dislike I, it. I don't question the game at all. I don't. I would just love to see, like, hey, have you ever had Travis Rogers' authentic I, tacos? I would get. That, that, to me, would be the greatest <laughs> banner ever created. I'd get a front man. I would definitely yeah. need a front man. But, uh, yeah, I think running a little catering business, a little taco side hustle, that'd be pretty cool. Would you do like a food truck or something like that? No, it seems like a lot of work. I need that table that you can just connect the propane tank to yep. and go to work. That's I don't you know, need anything beyond that. You know what I'd like to own, and it's not uh, it's not something I've really ever looked into. How cool would it be to have a coffee joint, just like a small little coffee shop, right? Coffee shop where, don't granted, I don't I don't have to be the person that you know is running the day to day. I need somebody else that knows what the hell they're doing, <laughs> but. I find coffee shops, you want to go bring your laptop in there. You want to kick back and relax, sit down, have a cup of coffee, bring somebody, a friend in to have a conversation. You got a little bakery action going over there. I've always thought a coffee shop would be really cool to have. My coffee shop would not do well because the second I see you open up your laptop, I'm like, hey, buddy, you got to uh, buy a sandwich or move it along. Let's go. This is this is not the public library. Move it down the road or buy a $9 cappuccino, one or the other. People would be looking at you on the other side. Did he take a bite of that croissant? What is he doing? <laughs> They just want to make sure they're fresh. Quality control. Cute little QC on the side. All right, last one real quick. Did you see that Greg Popovich tied Don Nelson for most coaching wins in the regular season last night with three, uh, with 1,335? So my question is, if you were a GM of a team of nobodies, let's say like the Kings. And <laughs> just had, off the top of your head. <laughs> to choose between Pop and Phil Jackson as your head coach, who are you taking? Okay, so let me. Michael and I were having a little discussion about this yesterday. So I was asking Michael, better coaching career, Popovich or Pat Riley? And he said Pat Riley, and he was trying to go on the the competition in the 80s was a lot tougher than what Popovich and the Spurs had to go on. And, you know, we're having the conversation. It was like, yeah, but, you know, he's also going up against Shaq and Kobe to get to the NBA Finals. And then, oh, by the way, X amount of years goes by, and he's beating LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh in the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. So he's kind of going through these different eras or whatever the case is. Um, I'm a huge fan of Greg Popovich. I'm a huge fan that it's a small market. I'm a huge fan that it was guys that they cropped up and they built and everything else. I just think Phil Jackson's the greatest coach to ever coach the game, so that's my that that's my difficulty there. I, I put Phil Jackson. Yeah, look, you're you're not wrong about Phil Jackson. He he is. He what he win eleven titles, ten, whatever the number is. It's yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, but the question you asked is about a team of nobodies. Right. Give me Pop. I think Pop would have more tolerance for something like that. He's I doing think, it now, right? I think that he the idea of I'm going to take these twelve guys that are not very good and I'm going to mm-hmm. see if I can make them a little better. I think that would intrigue somebody like Greg Popovich, whereas Phil Jackson is. I give me some really good players. We're going to go win. And the I'll whole take damn them thing. over the top. Right. We're yep. going to we're going to go win it all. So in his scenario, where it's just a, a, a crummy team, Kings. Sorry, Taylor. Then yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, with Pop as long as we're not doing uh, 
first quarter interviews, Pop is probably the choice there. He's doing it right now, too, with DeJounte Murray. Got an all-star that, dude, that he's a oh, pro. He he's, was fantastic last night. Tell you, people don't if, – if this is just – you know how you kind of geek out about some baseball stuff? Sure. I geek out about some NBA stuff. That dude's a freaking stud. Stud. Oh. Whatever you need him to do, he does it, and uh, and he just looks like a baller. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. He's the man. He is yeah. absolutely fantastic. Speaking of the baseball stuff, there's a little something kind of interesting going okay. on in baseball that I want to give you next. Plus, we'll get into the Dodgers a little bit. How about we actually talk about the Dodgers and what if, if, if they ever play baseball again? What's the first thing they got to get done? It's all next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.